Streaming live from the beautiful city of Hollywood, Florida, USA. This is SoFloRadio.com. But when you get out of New York and when you get out of Washington, you get a totally different perspective. Because when you get into middle America, I don't think you have quite the feeling you have some places around here. Uh, you've got uh, an intense dislike uh, for communism and what it stands for, and you have a, a good deal of admiration for Senator McCarthy as a man who had the guts and the courage to stand up to this, to expose it, and to take the punishment what, that goes with that. What's your reaction to that? Look, well, the man who had the guts and the courage. To stand up to communism, well, it was my impression that he was uh, sort of a rogue senator who might just as easily have wanted to uh, conquer Panama. I mean, you know, they, they look for issues, these people. Communism was not a very serious issue then internally. It never has been in the United States. But it's something that you can get people overexcited. And I don't think that uh, his contribution ever had any affirmative side. And I think the negative, the very fact that an adjective has been coined, McCarthyism, which means that you make a reckless and malicious charge against somebody which you then cannot substantiate, this is going into the language. And I think that if he represents anything, it is a cautionary tale. about a cautionary tale. I got your cautionary tale right here, baby. Good afternoon and welcome to the Groovathon. I am Tony C. And as always, I'm joined live in the studio by the master of production and engineering, the man who makes sure that our groove remains satiny smooth, me compadre, Alastorche. Testing, testing. How are we doing? Oh, I was uh, ordering a testing kit. Sorry. Sorry, I was on the phone. Let me get back to Oh, my, you How wait. long have you been waiting for no, that? No, that just came to me just now. I don't believe art, that for art, a art is inspired I don't over believe here. that for I'm a, on the phone with Amazon over <laughs> here. There's a, I'm getting put on a waiting list. Oh, my. Of course, Amazon. <laughs> They're back orders. Every group of thought emerges from an attitude of gratitude. Mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in live and downloading the show here in America. And around the world, yo, how are you doing, Palo Mine? I, I'm I'm great. I uh, I'm I'm taking my temperature constantly. I think that's the new thing. It just occurred to me, you know, because the weather is beautiful here, and they're always talking about how these viruses go away when the weather gets warm. Hey, maybe Florida is like the one place, you know, that's warm enough consistently. You know, they have those uh, for for the kids that don't want to do the thermostat. You put the tape on their forehead. It tells you the temperature. Have you seen this? No. No, you haven't is seen it. The, the, the you, you're tape? serious. Yeah, you put the tape on the kid's forehead, and it, well, changes, it changes color. color? And it changes color uh, depending on the you know the thing. I'm, I'm just gonna. One. I'm I've just gonna. Done. I'm just going to uh, wear one of those when I go shopping, and I'm just gonna have one on my head. Look. <laughs> You know, um, it, it, it matches my HIV test T-shirt that I, was thinking. That I ordered in the nineties. Like everybody's yeah. going to be wearing it. It's going to be the ubiquitous. I'm thing. sorry, I keep interrupting you. I got, you know, yeah. then there's then there's the the COVID nineteen jokes I did write down. I'll tell you something. I think either either Tucker Carlson 
has either either he has been drinking the Kool Aid so much that his skin tone is now changing. What is it that they say to them in that room? The room that they take you. I in? I don't know. There was a man, but when I saw him, like I'm flicking through the channels, all of a sudden his skin was like darker, and I thought to my, "There's a Mash episode from like one of the early years where some some guy comes in and he's like, you know, he's a racist." And, you know, just don't give me any of that other blood. And so what they do... Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, they, they keep dye making him darker and darker. And they change. dye him. That's what I thought. But now it occurs to me that maybe he is patient one. Here in uh, America, yeah. he's getting the, no. you know... No? Not sweaty no, that's, enough? That's, that's, that's obviously pain. Did you see... By the way, did you see David Byrne on Saturday Night Live? No. He was he's, great. He's, he was great. He's always great. Yeah. This show, this was actually a fantastic one. But I'll tell you... During the uh, weekend update, mm-hmm. Colin Jost uh, said was talking about what we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Hillary Clinton thinking about doing a podcast. He goes, "Okay, now I do think you should fuck. You, we should lock her up. That's what he said. I think we should lock her up." Yeah, yeah, boy. Saw that one coming. Um, quick shout out there. Have you heard of this series called Babylon Berlin on Netflix? Uh, yes. Okay. I, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Gene Pritzker, okay. friend of the show, friend of mine. You know, we've had him, you know, we played a lot of his music before. He does that mm-hmm. uh, composers getting drunk talking about music. It was a good show. Yeah. He does the orchestration for that. I didn't oh, know great. that. How do you and like that? And their brand new season just started. And he actually has a part in the very first episode. He's playing like a conductor. God, I got to watch the first season song. all over again to remember that, you know. You know, so. Shout out to Gene. Good job there, man. We, you know, getting over, getting, getting fans of the show in all media. We're going to take over Howard Stern. You're done, pal. Right here. We are going to be the new kings of all media. Right on. Or, or not. I don't know. I don't know. Not all media. The audio. The audio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. We got rid of the video. <laughs> I hate that webcam. God, I feel so much better. I, I do can, too. I can wear shorts. It's nice to be able to sit here, basically. Just lean back, not worried about being in, not being in the camera, in the shot. Yeah, you know, with everything free and easy and able to flow it's the, the wind. Audio only it keeps you audio honest. <laughs> Obviously, we have got a lot of stuff to get to today, so we got to get to it, including. The ghost of Mao Tung puts the kibosh on Kris Kringle's travel plans by forcing Santa's workshop to transfer its base of operations from one pole to the other. Antarctica, the only place with no uh, no, no coronavirus. coronavirus so the far. only one. Right. Only, only uh, yeah. continent. And a global warming just uh, exposed a uh, uh, never-before-seen or charted island. So real estate is uh, growing oh, somewhere. <laughs> Antarctica's a place yeah. to be now. Let That's me see. Right. Uh, Larry Kudlow sees a 4,000-point drop in the Dow as an opportunity to encourage retrofitting steel plants to make them capable of manufacturing face masks. Um, after a month of caucus calamities and debate debacles, what lessons should the DNC take away after turning its constituency into an electoral cocked hat? Uh, a foreign drug company you've never heard of settles its opioid epidemic lawsuits for $1.6 billion, while a family company and other drug cartel members in America agree to spend almost as much money denying their complicity in the epidemic by fighting plaintiffs off one at a time through judicial attrition. Also, 
Will Mike Bloomberg take a page out of the Trump playbook starting Wednesday by letting the other candidates come to him and make their pitch for his endorsement and, you know, the billions that come with it? Uh, Plus, uh, more from the Pomplona of politics and 70 years of conservative fear-mongering gets gored by Vidal. Kamal Nanjani uh, explains. What is it? <laughs> he, he explains why he's the in the comedy club instead of a mosque. And later on, we will start deleting various entries on the Excel spreadsheet that lists all of the things Bernie Sanders said he will do if elected president, but really can't. And then we're going to see what's left after our pragmatic purge of Pollyannish political policies. Hello. Of course, all of that is going to be drenched in the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. It is just past 2 o'clock in the only Hollywood that really matters anymore. Yeah. Hollywood. Florida, that is. That means just past 9 a.m. on the Big Island. Aloha to my OV, Ohana. Just past 7 at night, Dublin, Lytham, St. Anne, Lisbon, and the rest of Western Europe. And yeah, just past 9 p.m. in Istanbul, where the Colonel's kid has returned. And as a result... So has the groove. Yo, Gramps, Master Flash, you are ready to employ a 50-state campaign strategy? Only two cases of COVID-19 in the state of Florida. I mean, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Put your face mask on and saddle up. This is the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
people are too stupid to have opinions. You know what I mean? Like they haven't earned that right. Good people. I, I was raised Muslim. This guy was never Muslim. Like he's white, American. You know, he was not. I think I've explained non-Muslim enough. I think you guys know. Stupid people. I was talking. We were talking about a, the uh, gender inequality in Saudi Arabia. You know, and he looked at me. I swear, he looked at me, and he was like, "It's not really their fault, Kamal. The Quran says women can't drive." Sure, the Quran never said that. Because if the Quran had said that 1,400 years ago, I would be at the mosque right now. And so would all of you. If 1,400 years ago the Quran was like, someday there will be a metallic box that will carry you everywhere, and you'll have a thing to control, and you have four wheels, and you put gas in it, tell you how fast you're going, and women shouldn't drive it. I will be like, I know two things for sure. Islam is the one true religion, and women shouldn't drive.
There you go, baby. Rock and roll. There's no rock and roll anymore. Fuck you! Magpie salute. Doesn't really matter. That is from High Water 2. The first one was uh, High Water 1. Uh, High Water 2 just came out last year. Of course, that's the uh, the Black Crows, uh, you know, after band, I guess. The, the spin-off band right there. Magpie salute for that. Robert Palmer, Every Kind of People from Double Fun. They, uh, that song was actually written. We were talking about various songs. What was it? Uh, I Like Wires? I Dream of Wires. I Dream of Wires, yeah. It's yeah. also the name of the movie, which is... Yeah, makes and, research difficult. And Robert Palmer, you know, that, that song, Every Kind of People, he doesn't write a lot of his own music. A lot of the stuff he does, you know, he gets songs written for him by a lot of other people. But all these people love him. They, they play on his albums and everything. That's from uh, Double Fun. But that song was written originally. Uh, Every Kind of People was written by um, uh, Andy Fraser, who was the bass player for the band Free. And I'll tell you, every kind of people, I am absolutely shocked that none of the uh, political campaigns have come up with that and played that at one of their rallies. You know, it takes every kind of people. I don't know. They'll get around to it eventually. I mean, if they can get around to you can't always get what you want. I can't believe the Stones haven't, like, done something about that, about Trump playing that. Before that, Little Barry, songs called Tip It Over from King of Waves, came out in 2010. That's their third album. It's uh, the the head of the band's kid named uh, Barry Cottigan. He's the uh, guitarist and singer. And the drummer in that is Virgil Howe, who is the son of Steve oh, no. Howe, the guitar player from Yes. Yeah, so there's some good rock and roll lineage there before that. Come on, on Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> women shouldn't drive. It's in, it's in the Koran. I thought that was pretty funny. Before that, Scary Pockets. Uh, it's the cover of uh, ACDC's uh, You Shook Me All Night Long. This one is with Judith Hill. Scary Pockets is a band. It's basically like these guys. They're like this funk band. And what they do is they do various, they pick songs out, and they do these funky covers of them. And they're okay. great. I've got one. I've got a whole bunch of them. But uh, this one features Judith Hill. And a couple of shows ago, I played... Scary Goldings, which is like a separate part of the band. All right. Okay. And so, but these guys, you know, they're all over the place. It's good music. It's, you know, they're all over the place, which I love, but they do some great covers. They've got a, uh, there was one, is a Michael Jackson song they do a cover of as well that's just phenomenal. But it's just cool the way they do these things. And that one, You Shook Me All Night Long with Scary Pock, is just Really good before that. Yeah, Public Enemy, What Side You On from Music and Our Mess Age. Came out in 94 and kicking off the set. There they are. Even more Greta Van Fleetish than they had been originally. When the Curtain Falls, Anthem of the Pe- Peaceful Army came out uh 2018. That's literally their first full-length album. All right. They had a couple of uh, EPs. We played them back in 2017. Like in the the fall of 2017, when nobody had heard of them, and now they're everywhere. It's a Greta yeah. Van Fleet world, and we're just trying to be a little bit of a part of it. So I wrote an entire thing about about Greta Van Fleet. If you know me, you can go onto my Facebook page. You'll see it there. It's how I think they can how how they give me hope for the world and for our nation, for our nation. Good. Yes, we need we need hope. 
Absolutely, man. Well, that's what, you know, everybody's like, oh, they're ripping off Zeppelin. Okay. You know what? Would you rather? They're inspired. Right. But that's what I said. They're, you know, would you, would you rather they were garnering their inspiration from Millie Vanilli? The, the, the ripoff. <laughs> right. Here's, here's my rules on stuff like that because it's a controversial point that you bring up there, young Tony. And that is, uh, if, if it's at the time, like if somebody sounded like Led Zeppelin at the time I'm, that Led Zeppelin was doing that, that's a ripoff. Right. All right. But now it's retro homage. Yeah. As long as they're not copying the hooks and the melodies, they're coming up with original songs, but Led Zeppelin flavored. Because, you know, because Led Zeppelin ain't doing Led Zeppelin right now. That's right. And the thing is, is I got no problem. Yeah. So that's my. I literally, yeah. I have no problem with them taking their inspiration. Right. Which is, from Led Zeppelin. None. I, I think that. If more bands took their inspiration from Led Zeppelin, it'd be a greater rock and roll world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all you sure. need—the only two people you need to draw inspiration from—are Led Zeppelin and James Brown. Start with that. Okay, you're done. I'll throw in Chuck Berry for fun. That's okay. I got no problem. Well, with Chuck that. Berry's always fun. Chuck you can't Berry. leave him out of the party. No. So what caught my eye recently? This one, I couldn't help myself with this. The last time we did the show two weeks ago was also when they actually had to run. The Daytona 500, because, of course, Trump had shown up, mm-hmm. and then it got rained out. <laughs> so they had yeah. to cancel the race. So the next day, while we were on the air, they're running this. They're running the race. And as always with the restrictor plate racing, it's, it's that last lap. It, there's always a major crash. And this year was no different. And Ryan Newman was in front. And his car is sponsored by... Coke Industries, the Coke Brothers. Okay. And as they're coming around, coming up to the to the checkered flag, there's an accident. And his car literally is tapped from behind, swerves into the wall, flips over, catches on fire. It's a horrific crash. But it manages because of the, the force and the speed at the time. It crosses the finish line on fire, upside down. Awesome. And I thought... You know, there's an interesting analogy. Yeah. Coke, Coke Industries, sure, yeah. upside down, on, on fire, fire yeah. barely crossing the finish right. line, winning, winning, <laughs> winning. That was it. That's it a- was the perfect analogy for me. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah. why it's analogous yeah. to, yeah, but no. it looked perfect. And I wanted to I say something about it, but I was like, oh, too soon. Then it turned out he was okay, and by then I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll save it for the show. You know, it was, a, you know, every year. It's the same thing. It's this, uh, was it, yellow, green checker or something like that, the way they do it. A green, green, white checker. I don't know, whatever it is, yellow, white. In any event, um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, spring training. Based oh, yeah. Fact, you yeah. know how I get. I, th- that's fine. You know how you, I am. You're allowed to enjoy things. We you, can't all like the same things. You know how I am about that. It would be I, crowded wherever we went. I already had it out. You know, myself and Paul Page and my friend, we immediately, he sends me like, do you like this lineup? And I was like, here's the thing. Every year I get like this. I said, I called him up. I said, look, do me a favor, all right? If you don't hear from me right around uh, the All-Star break, Send somebody over to my house because by then, if the Mets have like burning crash, I will have already slit my throat, like I do every other year, right around the All Star break, because they they just they build me up. Uh, you know what else is going on today? There is an election in Israel. 
right yeah, now. Yeah, th- the third of the year. Third of the year. It's interesting because it was an article in the New York Times. I, uh, uh, Israel startup nation groans under strains of growth and neglect. The election on Monday might break a year-long political deadlock, but huge challenges in health, education, and transit are decades in the making. You know what? I don't know if this is kind of a warning sign for us, but you take a look at Netanyahu mm-hmm. and how he has uh, run the country in a Trump-like manner, except yeah. with better, except with better English, not to mention Hebrew as well. Sure, okay, right. but basically he has done to a certain degree a lot of what Trump is doing, which is. A lot of nationalism without actually taking care of the intricacies and the details that help the nation. Right. And while being corrupt all the while. And being corrupt all the while. It's, you know, it's a small place. They got 10 million people and no Mm. public transportation. So everybody sits around in traffic all day. That was, I, I, you know, I have friends and friends of the family who spend time in Israel. And that was... The big complaint from uh, from June, my, my mom's very old friend of my mom, she's like, traffic is just murder. She's like, it's, it's unbelievable now. You know, this is the size of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and no bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And without, you know, they, they've got the shore, but it's not like the Jersey shore where it's, it's you know, the, it's like here in Miami where you've mm-hmm. got the causeway. Everything yeah. is right there. So it's, yeah. it's just traffic at the yin-yang. Um a company called Malincrot, uh, which is a uh, pharmaceutical company, but it's far—it's you know one of these European conglomerate, you know, like Norvitas, whatever mm-hmm. that company, Norvitas. Yeah, I don't they're, know. They're one of these norovirus. Pharma- nor- yeah, yeah, norovirus. But um, they reached a one point six billion dollar settlement over the opioid crisis, and it's with forty seven different states. I guess at this point, and attorneys general, and they decided that they would take this, but all the other companies aren't. They're not settling. They're waiting around. They're going to battle it out in the courts. And you know, this is Johnson and Johnson's thing. They will fight to the bitter end. The family company, and you know, it's a European company. And what they did is they're filing. They they're going to take that particular portion of the company split it off file for chapter 11 300 million dollar you know immediate payment and then over the course of the next eight years they're going to be doing hundreds of millions each year and it's going to go to you know treatment and this that and the other thing and and whatnot i want to know i'm curious as to you know i said this before about uh about johnson and johnson how much money did they make versus how much money are they going to pay out? Mm-hmm. Is this basically the cost of doing business? It's the cost of doing business. You get sued. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, as long as we make more than we have to pay out, right? there's profit. Profit to us, profit to our shareholders. Although Johnson & Johnson, it's just profit to them because they're a family company. Mm-hmm. They're a family cartel. Company. 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 You, That's yeah. Right. You know, you're sued. Yeah. Coronavirus news. You wanna you wanna deal you wanna get this out of the way because band names? Yeah. Oh yeah, I could, yeah. I mean I couldn't That's help terrible. myself with things like first of all, the first band name that came to mind was a real band. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Except you're gonna have to change it because fresh air, I just don't think so. 
Yeah, no, not not, not so much not anymore. anymore. Yeah, not anymore. But I I I heard that you, you know one of the sadder things that I've heard is that uh, apparently Corona beer is taking some sales hits. I saw, I've o- now o- seen they have a new this. ad campaign. Yeah, I just yeah. saw that. But I think that they should take heart. I mean, after all, AIDS diet chews is still going strong. <laughs> 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 nothing happened to them. To have a happened to them. No, sir, no. Look, the joke is it did. It destroyed the AIDS diet shoes. They they went out of business. So hey, Corona, nice <laughs> knowing you. You know, you know. On the on the bright side, the beer sucks. So, well, do you know what? Their ads were great. Well, wait, what we sucks. really need now is coronavirus light. Oh, oh I think that what they should do, do to um, to bolster sales and promote the there image is. is have some less infectious, great taste. Right. Less infectious, great taste. They, they should, uh, <laughs> for promotional purposes, they should have a, uh, sponsor a lot of Corona beer cruises. Oh, actually, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely to, to Mexico, <laughs> to Mexico, bro. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or they, it really doesn't sure. to China. To China, that would be it's, good. You on know, the Yangtze River, good. enjoy the coronavirus. What is it, Princess Cruise? The Princess no. Coronavirus Cruise on the Yangtze. You know the there are Yangtze. there are a lot of Chinese communities on the coastal cities of the uh, of the West Coast. Well, you know, like practically every coastal city has a Chinatown of some sort. Oh, right? please, yeah. So that'd be a wonderful Vancouver. That'd be a wonderful cruise. We'll stop at all the Chinatowns. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, you know, who was way ahead of the game on this one? The band Disturbed with Down with the Sickness. Yes. Oh, please, there is. You don't have to make up that mm-hmm. one's pret a porter, baby. I, I kept trying the toad the wet sprocket, toad the wet market. I, yeah, there's I, a joke. It's got to be in there. I was thinking, uh, you know, for, for movies, there's a My Dinner with Andre. There's a My Dinner with Malthus for Malthusian, you know, okay. the destruction of that. Wuhan pride worldwide, baby. <laughs> I, I, I literally just can't help myself. The, the, the market drops 4,000 points, and Larry Kudlow who is, you know, the economic advisor mm-hmm. or whatever, used to be on uh, Fox. This is the guy, okay, that literally got the 2008, okay, crash completely and utterly wrong. He was literally, he was 100% wrong mm-hmm. on it. Didn't see it coming when it started to happen. Didn't know how it was going on. Even afterwards, he couldn't pinpoint it. Now, of course, he's, you know, perfectly suited for Trump. And he was like... This is a good buying opportunity. It's a good buying opportunity. Yeah, well, of course. Purell for all my friends. The Purell market and the face mask market. Here's my question. Mm -hmm. Price gouging. Purell price gouging. Face mask price gouging. Yeah, no, it's not going to help. Yeah. There's also, there's a a whole new thing you could do. There it is. The big jar. The big jar of hand sanitizer. No expense. Oh, absolutely. mm. Oh, yummy. There we go. I want... How much get, alcohol let is Let me in get here. some of that. Oh, that's nice. It's cool to the touch, baby. Cool to, yeah. the, t- yes. cool to the touch. Kills 99.9% of Puts a, this, this, this entire thing, you know, he's saying, you know, we're, we're working on it. It gives a whole new meaning to the term race for the cure. Okay? And I'll mm-hmm. tell you something. Uh, as far as Cudlow and, and all, you know, the markets dropped 4,000 points. Now, today they're up like six 700 points already, the Dow Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay? But... I talked about this months ago, last year, and I was saying all the, you know, there's the expression, the best time to fix the roof is when the sun is shining. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. We kept dropping interest rates because Donald Trump wanted to keep the market artificially propped up. 
mm-hmm. and it's worked. Except now, interest rates are incredibly low. And I said, what's going to happen when you actually need to do that to fix a legitimate problem in the market? Well, we're there, and they're going to do it. They're going to drop interest rates, and it's the stupidest thing ever because you're supposed to do that as a correction to the market. But this isn't a market that needs to be corrected through finances. It's a market that won't get better if you drop interest rates. This is about supply chain. This is about, you know, this is about China manufacturing 80% of all of the toys in the world. Mm-hmm. Cancel Christmas. Christmas is canceled. We're done. Santa's workshop closed. For the, closed. Closed. Quarantined until further notice. Your spoiled ass kid can be happy with a candied apple like we were. And not. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. That's uh, it, baby. Just matter. a fucking a hula hoop. I know. You right. know. Just get tire with a stick. Oh, they make the yeah, tires tire, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. You know, eighty mm-hmm. percent of the world's toys come from there, and the supply chain problems. And I'm thinking to myself, you know. Who's going to be the one that's going to start firing up the factories, turning all of those empty factories into, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever the new hot toy is supposed to be? Because they already know. Right now, they're already mm-hmm. pre- prepping for it. You know, this is when they right. do that. Okay. Somebody's got to start making it. Okay. Appar- apparently, the commies have finally figured out a way to get rid of Christmas. Wuhan. There you go. Wuhan pride worldwide. I told you this was this was all. It was engineered in a lab, Dad. I thought it was interesting. One of the things I uh, saw was that the Philippines Duterte he got pissed off at us because we wouldn't let his chief of police in the country. This is several months ago. It's a while ago. Mm-hmm. And you know he's a guy that bas- these are the people that basically go around and kill is, people. Is this that homo drugs. killing the chief of police? Homo there? killing drug user. He's it's the drugs. The oh, drugs okay. are a big thing for him, right? Yeah. And so uh, we it? got a lot of drug using well, homos over yeah, here. Yeah, well, they so denied a, a- they denied a visa to this guy to his to Duterte's chief of police. And so what he did is he said, "All right, fuck you, America," and he started courting the Chinese. Who are now built? They they started building a city on the land where the U, where the USA's largest foreign military base in the entire world used to be. Used to be, yeah. Used to be. Now the Chinese are swooping on in and saying, "Hey, we'll do that for you." Excuse me, Mister Duterte. Oops. Yeah. Boy, it seemed good back then. Now I'm thinking. Ooh, maybe I I just China might not have been the best choice upon reflection. They can only improve their situation. <laughs> you know They don't like Muslims either in China. They don't oh, wait. But aren't they Muslims? In the yeah. Philippines now? I don't, I don't know. They're Muslims now. No, they're not. Are they? That's why they're killing all the gay folks. Oh that's that's the reason why? Yeah. I just the think hate them. China has really been what's you know, nobody's kind of talking about the fact that China has really kind of – they have been spreading their wealth around the world. They're like the Michael Bloomberg of infrastructure globally, you know. They're just going around and they're they're building all these things and trying to get in while the getting's good because we're not – we don't want to do it. And now all of a sudden, who wants to have the Chinese come on in and build their shit? They're I mean, Christians. They're, yeah, in right. the Philippines. 
Oh, uh, I just looked it up. Are they really? Yeah, they're yeah. Christians. Yeah, they're Catholic. Catholic. Oh, yeah. yeah they're Catholic. Oh. oh, you know, they hate gays unless they're priests. Of course they, well. You know. <laughs> welcome to the closet. Uh, what else I noticed? Yeah. Did, did you notice that uh, the, the appellate court ruled that uh, two out of three members on the uh, the appellate court in D.C. ruled that uh, McGann doesn't have to testify. They mm-hmm. gave, they gave him a it. Yeah, they gave him a pass. And basically what they said was, you know what? Uh, they Congress can't sue. The House Judiciary Committee can't sue in order to compel testimony because of executive privilege. They got him off the hook. All right? This is a dangerous precedent. Okay, this is a dangerous precedent. Yeah, that has be that is being set right now, and I wonder if, as a result of that, if they if it can be appealed, I think it can now. If the House Judiciary Committee will now appeal it to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. I mean if that that yeah. ought to be the next place it goes. Yeah, I t- I said this a while ago. John Roberts is going to start to play a big role in what the hell goes on the Roberts Court because. Trump's going to uh, Trump's going it, yeah. to say no to everything, and then he's going to get sued on everything, and eventually it's going to work its way there. All these lawsuits, and you're going to have to. I'm curious because you know Supreme Court. Just because you appeal to them doesn't mean that they're going to take the case. Right? They cannot do it. I'm going to wonder if they're they're not in the mood to handle the tough stuff. Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the few other things I was wondering about, people we haven't heard from yet. You remember I was talking about when are they going to raise their voice during the election? Here's one for you. You ready? Mm-hmm. Edward Snowden. Haven't heard from him in a while. No. No, I haven't. You know? He's just Although sick. I was looking up what he had to say about chemtrails the other day. You know? Are you serious? Yeah. He, he specifically looked for information on chemtrails when he was... When he had access yeah. to all of the what government secrets, nothing, yeah, I was nothing, it ain't a thing, yeah, they're nothing. You people, you <laughs> made it all up, you crazy. They're contrails, you yeah, luna- yeah. lunatics. I love that kind of shit, man. Yeah, I, that shit cracks me up. Here's one though that I thought because I caught a little bit of like a headline a little while ago, a couple weeks ago, and um, I hadn't heard from him in a while, and I haven't heard from him since either. Julian Assange. Right. Who said that he actually was told by President Trump or one of his emissaries? I'm not. It was one of the people. Roger that, Stone wasn't he? He was bragging about having the direct contact. Direct you? contact, but it was somebody else that had said that like they they carried a message from Donald Trump that if Assange was willing to you know do to Biden what he had done to Hillary Clinton. That Trump would basically let him back, let him in America. Oh yeah, he'd offer, on, offer an asylum in America. Come on, Julian, one more time. Yeah, you know, and of course, completely denied. And I haven't heard anything about that since. So, no, I don't think uh, he doesn't have the power he used to have, does he, Julian? Uh, I guess just, not. You no, know, he's you just would, a shell of a man. Is he still in the the what the Paraguayan? Or no, Uruguay? where is he now? I don't know. I thought he went to England. You know, that's all right, Wiki. Now, yeah, talking. I'm not I'll sure where he is. I thought he was still like holed up in the in the in an embassy. Like, where in the world is uh, Carmen San Diego? Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he was holed up in a in an embassy. He skate, got kicked out of there. Skateboarding he got around, kicked out like of there for throwing the balls. He wore out his welcome fast. Oh, wherever he is now, I'm curious as to you know when he's going to uh, you know put when when WikiLeaks is going to start happening up again. 
You got that? You, you figuring this one out for me? Where he is these days? Who knows? I will say this: as I was point, as I pointed out on the last show with all the polls and everything, it's the most Kornacki time. He's in prison. Of the year. Oh, he is. Yeah. Where? I'm looking. I'm looking. Jeez. Well, you keep looking at that. Right. Pete, Pete Buttigieg is gone. Yeah, well, you knew. Steyer's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And and as you know, we've now whittled it down. And so you ask yourself, all these people who said they were going to run for president, okay, starting basically over a year ago, how many of them were really just doing it for exposure because they're hoping to be in the cabinet or get a spot at the convention or, and here's the prize, vice president? Who's going to bring the party together? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, now we're down to a bunch of septuagenarians who are going to wind up after their first term being octogenarians. They have to choose somebody younger. And I think the move, here's the move. You ready? I'm ready. I've been thinking about this. One of these guys, whoever it is, Mm -hmm. any one of these people, choose somebody who's in their 50s or 40s. And okay, and after you get in office, once you're, you're coming up, on the re-election, so you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I don't, I'm not running for president again. I'm supporting my vice president. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need young blood in here. We've got it started. We need young blood. I'm gonna see. I'm just. All right. In the, me- in the meantime, where her, is he? Her Majesty's Prison, Belmarsh, is a Category A men's prison in Thamesstead, Southeast London, England. And is run by Her Majesty's Prison Service. Aha, uh-huh. not exactly that's, the Tower of London, that's but where okay. He's chilling. All right. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. where Julian is. Yep. Boy, I, I wonder if they, can you skateboard there? I don't know. I think well, for one hour a day. You got a skate park. <laughs> you, know. you know, I saw the. Uh, and Bloomberg tonight has a, uh, a town hall on Fox. This is from the... The, uh, the hand wash. The hand it's wash. It's not blood of a alien? No, it's, it's not, from the, purple, wet, it's not pur- from the wet market. Purple blood? <laughs> it's not from it's, the wet market. It's squid. It's squid. It's not from the wet market. <laughs> but uh, Bloomberg's going to be doing a town hall on Fox tonight at 6. Okay. That's, that should be interesting. I heard, You know, I think he would be great. You know, the stories, and I'm, and I'm seeing this, the people that are... That, you know they're talking about him. They say he, he's just he's terminally boring. Yeah, and it comes out he's so he's a fucking monotone. Geek. He's but he's just but he's monotone. I listen. There there are geeks that know how to uh, speak. You yeah. know, but he isn't. He's he, not one he, of them. He talks like this. Yeah. On the other hand, he you isn't. know what? Yeah, that's the way he talks, and yet he's the sixth mm-hmm. richest man in America. I, I know this. I I don't fault him for that. But once again, because we live in America, Char- Mister Charismatic, not. It this it it is a beauty contest. All right, personality. You know, it's, let's see. I, right. Let's see if it is. All right, let's see if I, it is. Okay, because okay. I think that I'm, I watch. I'm rooting these. for any of them. Yeah, right. Yes, cardboard any, cutout. Don't throw whoever it. whoever it is. Right, fill in the blank. If I were in the debates, I, that's that's what that that would be my shtick well, on the debates. And It'd be like, hey, that's what we're all good. That's we're what, all good. That's what Bloomberg said. So he goes, right. I will support it. And yeah. to Bloomberg's credit, he's like, I'll get behind whoever it is. I don't care. And he's also and he also said, and I like this, and this is important. He's like, I'm going to throw a ton of money on the down ballot. Mm-hmm. Down ticket races because that's really amen, critical. brother. We're going to be talking about that later because he's, Bernie Sanders says he can do all this stuff. It's like 
Right. Really? Have you forgotten right. about the other branch of government? You mean you mean um, in fantasy land? You mean what? Well, you you mean uh, the 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 primary winner, the guy that you you know on the next show you're gonna? Yeah, exactly. Say, you'd be getting all behind, guy. Of course. Yeah. Look, okay. I know. I got. Well, no, listen, I, I I held my nose for Hillary. Yeah. All right. So I'm not used to this. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I am. I mean, I'm saying I am. I'm used to this. You know, the Democrats or whoever, or the field, whatever, the the forces, the mechanism, the machine yep. spitting out somebody I don't like. You know, yeah. and they're going and the the panic structure mm-hmm. in there is yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. I got headlines out the yin yang. You know, Bloomberg. At some point, I was thinking to myself, you know, why don't you just give? A hundred million dollars to two or three other candidates on the condition that they're not allowed to badmouth each other and say, go for it. it, it it's sad that they would have to be blackmailed into being civil, but yeah, sure. You know, just, idea. I think that MSNBC in particular should be ashamed of itself for how they're promoting this. I mean, it's like, it's literally it's like WrestleMania. Well, I've always said this about MSNBC, just like I say about the the, the Democratic Party. I called I've called them Republican light for a long yeah, but time it's, now. It's not for just that; it's, it's the and, excitement. And they, they just ran MSNBC. Down it's all about the is contest. Not, is the not anti-establishment. It's it's corporate. What corporate feels your left wing dialogue should sound like. Yes, that's MSNBC. Sure. I take a look at the uh, at the debates. There is nothing that I think is a worse visual than a bunch of 70-year-olds standing there talking over each other and all raising their hands simultaneously. Yeah, it's silly. Bernie, it's... Bernie Sanders, he, he's literally he's like the most excited kid in class. Yeah. Every debate. Mm-hmm. They're all standing there raising their hands. I know. That's why I don't watch him. I don't, that's why that I was the thing the I liked about Bloomberg. I he, see, he was terrible during the debates except for one thing. He didn't do that. Good. He wasn't doing that. I, I like. I I'm like still. We'll see what blank. happens I, tomorrow. Listen, you know Biden is now there. Anybody? Uh, all of a sudden, Biden's back. Okay, great. Whatever. Yes. The pick one. The, Let's go. The thing is, is you have heard like the minute the Iowa caucus turned into the you know clusterfuck that it turned into mm-hmm. immediately caucuses. We should get rid of caucuses. Then after the first two primaries, you know after after the. Uh, the primary in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. okay, and then you had the Nevada caucus, and now you've got the South Carolina primary. And so now there was like, you know, the, the New York Times op-ed is like, we should get rid of primaries. I'll tell you what we should get rid of. Not the caucuses and not the primaries, okay? I think, first the of all— separate schedules? I think, first of all, I think Super Tuesday should be the first series of primaries, but that's just me. You should just do it like that. Bam! Let just everybody do One the primaries. Day like and let it all shake it's election out. election day. This is then, primary day, right. And then, right. yeah, no, do Super Tuesday okay. right off the bat. And after that, it'll shake itself out. Okay. As opposed to now, because you know what's interesting? A lot of people voted ahead of time. They did vote write-in ballots. Well, guess what? If you vote, if your write-in ballot was for, you know, part of the Yang Gang or Buttigieg or Steyer, mm-hmm. your vote doesn't count. Right. Right? They're not in it anymore. And what we should get rid of are the debates. 
I, I agree. Get rid of them. They should Unless do one-on-one between, between debates. Between the two Random. candidates. Yes. Not the not No. The prim- I got no problem with Democrats debating each other. One-on-one in a town hall setting and just keep it you, rotating. Random rotation. Do it like that. That way, nobody makes a fool of themselves. Everybody gets to say their piece. And you can each have them as a rotation over the course of like two months. Every week, you'll have two different debates. And then the next week... Nobody debates the same person twice, and you keep going like that. I I don't want to contribute to the I don't want to I don't want to contribute to this acknowledgement of the uh, the two party system. I don't want to feel like I don't want to feel like yeah uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you know, I, I feel I feel like just like the conversation is is how to make the best of this horrible idea called the two party system. You know, because I resent. I resent them. I resent the Republican Party. I resent the de- the Democratic Party. They aren't branches of the government. They are they are clubs, you know. And fuck them. I hate that. You, you know, this is still not the old democracy. Boy network. This Meet is the still new boss, same as the old boss. Still not democracy. You've still got these two clubs. Well, we're not. Yeah, you know what? Themselves. And neither is America. It didn't start we're out that Republic. way. It didn't start out that way. Just two guys decided to get together and start colluding, and it should have been shut down then. Well, you know, the interesting thing, who was it? I think it was Hamilton. Was it Hamilton and Washington? Neither one of them really liked political parties. They said it would create... It didn't start out that way. Look at this, and look at that. They're right. Because it's like, because if you're... You That's have to, not the problem. The, money is, the, the fact that money brought course. out the parties, you're allowed to of have course. different ideologies... Different but it's policy and reality, different ways that you think things should be fixed, things should be done. The the problem is when money infests that, of so course. that it's the, it's the money's idea, not the politicians, not the people's that's, idea. That's Those the, are two different that's things. That's the primary problem, but it's still yeah. this, this notion that if I if I if I get elected to to Congress, all right, and I want to do something. You know, it's gotta it's gotta fit into my party's policy. Oh yeah. You know, and if it, it so there's no there's no chance for for bilateralism. There's no chance for I want to advance this thing, right. this idea based on the merits of it. It's not right or left. It's just a it's correct. It's oh, a no. good idea. That's oh, no. Oh, no. oh no! Oh no! It's gotta fit somebody something and fuck it. No, see that's the thing. No, those ideas mm-hmm. still exist and they. They still get put forward. The problem is now that the partisanship is so so intense mm-hmm. that those ideas don't get but, bilateral but, support the way they used to. But if they you you used to be able to do that, you speak to people like you 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 read you know some of the uh, the biographies of people like Tip O'Neill, yeah, who literally had to deal with Reagan, and he he had to deal with that. He had to deal with a hostile. You know, environment for Democrats for a long period of time, and yet managed after work to sit down, have a couple of cocktails, and mm-hmm. say, "Here's a problem we need to do. Can I get you to sign on with this?" Yes, you can. This one's good for everybody, and leave the partisanship to some other thing. Now you can't even do that. the The act of being conciliatory. Okay, for the purpose of genuine progress that would improve the lives of the vast majority of Americans has taken second place 
to winning. Okay. Okay. Yes. And I always keep saying you can't govern if you don't win. I wish it wasn't the case. Okay. Yeah. I wish I that wish, wasn't I wish, the case. I wish a lot of things. But, un- but unfortunately, it is. I'll okay. tell you something interesting here in Florida. You know, in the last ballot initiative in 2018, they said, one was it, uh, 1.4 million ex-felons are now should be allowed to vote. And, of course, immediately the Florida House and, you know, the, the Florida government, mm-hmm. okay, put a whole bunch of ways in there to make it so that they can't, mm-hmm. even though it passed. Okay, right. it had more than sixty percent across the board. So now it's going through the courts, and I'll tell you, this is important. Mm-hmm. The difference in votes in Florida, dude, we're we're an important state. couple of hundred votes. Yeah, yeah. couple of hundred votes. It's the swing, and they know that. Mm-hmm. And those those you know ex felons who have done their time and want to vote have literally been taken out of the democratic process. By the state government. Right. That's what the state government. And so now that's going through the court. So keep an eye on that. I, I thought bef- before we <clears throat> get back to some groove and then go on later to talk about Bernie Sanders, okay, and all the these things. And mm-hmm. this is some pretty interesting stuff. But I, I've got the op-eds from the New York Times. These are just the, the op-ed headlines from mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. Bernie Sanders isn't the left's Trump. And this is no time for ego, ego or self-indulgence. Uh, why Bernie, Bernie scares me. Sanders seems mostly incapable of admitting past errors of judgment. Um, the Democrats are in trouble. The party's riskiest bet is now its likeliest. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another one. Uh, why Sanders will probably win the nomination. Democrats already see reality through the Bernie lens. Why Democrats are bound for disaster. Mm-hmm. Win, lose, or draw, there's no legitimacy in America anymore. And then the one that got a lot of uh, hoopla, the billionaire election. Does the world belong to them or to us? And from, uh, I thought this one was funny, from uh, Atlantic Magazine, the Russian troll's next favorite candidate. Americans don't need Russia's polarizing influence operations. There are plenty, they are plenty good enough at dividing themselves. Here in America. This is true. <clears throat> All right. The headlines are scaring. We we loved we just yeah, love the fright the, the fright factor, baby. We love it. All right, you ready? I'm ready. You ready to get back? We yeah, got yeah. the George we're ready for some George group. Yeah. I, I thought that your first band, the mm-hmm. tie the name of the band, was appropriate yes. for our current I mean there's no there's And no, the song, it's called My Silver Lining is the name of the song. And it's by and it's inspirational by first aid kit. On on SoFloRadio.com? There you go. I don't want to wait anymore. I'm tired of looking for answers. Take me someplace where there's music and there's laughter. I don't know if I'm scared of dying, but I'm scared of living too fast, too slow. Regret, remorse, hold on. No, no, I've got to go. There's no starting over, no beginnings. Time raises on. Just got to keep on. Keep on, keeping on Yeah, 
Fantagram from Greenwich, New York. That's the oh, they're the oh, Americans. Okay. That's what I just said. I said yeah. they look like they're from America. Yeah, well, they're the only Americans in that set. That was the uh, the from Tony Greenwich, the Tony New Greenwich York. Greenwich, New York. That's multi instrumentalist Sarah Barthel and guitarist Josh Carter. They've got cool a lot stuff. of good guitar going on there, yeah. and she plays all the different things. She sits there like Howard Jones. And she is smoking. She's hot. Uh, smoking hot. Yeah. Um, but they got a lot of good songs, Fanagram, and really cool sound. Uh, they're, I do. They're, I, they're I, multi-genre. I, yeah, immediately when I heard that song, I was like, yeah, that is just good uh, production. The and the, anyway. If you're going to have a repetitive thing that's annoying to me. Sure, yeah, like that, the, the sonar there. They've actually, they've got a song. I don't know if it's if it's too slow for the, the Groovathon, but it's somebody else's remix of a song of theirs that I didn't like, and it's called a reimagining. And I'm like, oh, they fixed it. They totally fixed it. <laughs> they took out the annoying thing that they oh, were yeah, doing in it. Once in a while, you'll yeah. find a cover that's better than the original because... They figured out what was wrong with the original so, and do it upright. So I like starting us off. We had first aid kit. They don't. They don't. The the that name doesn't sound like what they should sound like. They don't look like what they should look like. They're from, you're telling me they're from Britain. They're from Sweden, Sweet? motherfucker. Those oh! are Swedish girls. Yo, that, I got yeah. Swedish shit coming up later. That is perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. How about that? They, they, their English is horrible, but they sing with a drawl and a twang, and it's that's perfect. And a lot of their music, it's like very rousing retro country sounding uh, folk music there. And yes, my silver lining. It's an inspirational song. I was trying to get like inspirational in the set. Followed, of course, by Public Image Limited. Uh, y- you feel the same way. Uh, great music, and Johnny's there too. <laughs> you know? When when they they you know I was telling you because I remember when they were recording that because I was working at Tower Records. Records mm-hmm. when they did that, which was you know in eighty five at some point or another, and uh, they yeah, eighty six it came out. Yeah, so they and they, they were recording it in eighty mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. and so you know they were all it was all recorded in New York. And Johnny Lydon, I met him at Tower Records and got him to autograph a one dollar bill for me. That That's was great. what we did. did we everybody got. He did. But, I mean, wipe a booger on it. There were something? people on that that record though. Because um, I was telling you that one of the things that was interesting is like it was all like the New York influence of Bernie Worrell, uh, Bernie Worrell and uh, uh, Bill Laswell. Bill Laswell. Yeah. But also you had uh, – who else was on that? Ryuichi Sakamoto is on that. Okay. Steve Vai is on oh. that. Uh, Good music. Uh, like you it. know, uh, I – who else? I think – I'm not sure – did Ginger Baker play on that? I don't know. We'll I think Ginger, ba- Ginger Baker. We have Wiki now. We don't have to go to the I'll music store and, gonna, and, re- and read up old uh, I think- billboards. Well, while you look it up, I'll tell you about my one of my favorite uh, one-hit wonders. Ah, uh, yeah, we love Red, it. Red Rider from Toronto, Canada. Yeah, you that's they were the American. Yeah, they. It's Canada's like you know. For me, it's like. England is the wellspring of the four-piece rock band, even though they're not. Uh, Red Rider is not. They got synthesizers. They got the right. the other steel guitar in the set there. The electric steel guitar that that solo featured is is there. Ginger but, Baker. Um, yes. uh, yeah, you're right. And but, Tony um, Williams also. On drugs. But Canada, you know, there's 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 England, then the United States, and then like. Australia, Canada, as oh, far yeah. as the English-speaking rock bands, Canada still throws in 
some very respectable acts. I liked Our Lady Peace. Right. I, I, you know, I was saying that Brendan O'Brien should have never gotten his mm-hmm. books into them. I, I played tons of Our Lady Peace. So I Justin them. Bieber. Justin right. Bieber. Setting hey, the world on fire right Celine now. Dia. He's setting some new uh, some new uh, records. That's right. Is he really? Yeah. Is Justin Bieber yeah, like... Yeah, on the, on the, like the Y100 thing. He said he just had a number one hit that knocked another number one hit out of the number one spot. Really? And, right. I have not heard any of his new music. His producer, he he, the producer that produced. And I'm that fine music, with that. Just somewhere yeah, there. no, it's all over the place, but it's for you know, it's for twelve year old girls. Right, exactly. Um, well, the, the, to his credit, he's an actual musician. You know, he actually, you know, <laughs> yeah. You might not like you know the what? genre, and neither do I. But he can play like he was a prodigy. That's how he got discovered. He was playing every instrument. And then at some point yeah. or another, he decided tattoos and whatnot. Were- hey, it's a it's a product. Listen, Dad, we had cheesy shit in our day, too. Yeah. All right? We had... Well, the, the, the Red River, the, yeah. the Lunatic Fringe, it, it took Red me Red a minute. I had to, like, yeah, you know, Red scroll Red. through my head, but then I remembered Vision Quest, the movie right. Vision Quest. Yeah. You know, so... But I thought, but that was, uh, that was from Spokane, Washington, my favorite shopping mall. Oh, right. Yeah. We had, that's a joke. In Libby, Montana, we would, that, that was the, the punchline of a joke. We would say, well, so what's the funnest place in Libby? And we would say, Spokane. Because that three and a half hour drive, to get the the nearest you know bigger city, really like significantly bigger, was Spokane. <laughs> three and a half hour drive to get there. Oh, there you go. So, uh, so yeah, and then Fanagramma ended the set. Uh, you know, but the Lunatic Fringe. The reason that I played that and I was inspired the last show is because Neil, rest in peace, when he was still alive, he would talk of like the tea baggers and everything. He would say of them uh, and this 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 people that that are now the mainstream of the Republican Party, he would call them the lunatic fringe. Which they are. These people, we used to laugh at these people. They used to be afraid to show their faces in the daylight. Right. And he was saying then, what we need to be saying now is that they need to be shouted back into the cave. And and I'll tell you this. The the Bernie thing is is the reaction to an action. Now you're getting the lunatic fringe from the other side. Sure, yeah. They were just marginalized groups for years. They were marginalized. There you go. They're just marginalized. So anyway, I got that thing. Wuhan pride worldwide. So so I got that thing queued up. Did you want me to... uh, Well, here's the thing. You know, Bernie Sanders is literally... I, I wrote down the Bernie identity, mm-hmm. okay? But what really kind of got me wiggy was last, a week ago Saturday, when they had the Nevada caucus, that night when the results were coming in and he was, you know, kicking some ass, all right, um, he gave a speech in San Antonio, Texas, Um and I watched it as it was taking place live. And I immediately thought to myself that this is going to be the speech that will absolutely come back to haunt him. Okay. And him specifically, the Democrats in general, and perhaps our nation, nation citizenry, you know, writ large. But he said, we are bringing our people together that was one of the lines in there and he said that at the beginning of the speech now i've got a clip here from the very end of the speech it was like a 20 minute you know you know basically it was a rally you know uh-huh. he was doing a rally and and that's another thing it's like i think about the term rally i think about these things and 
they, you know, I, I agree. I, I understand. I don't like our whole process, man. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, it goes on forever. You go to other countries, and like the the, the election process is a month or two. There should be a, a mailer, a We're booklet with the candidates, with the, their positions, their resume. Absolutely. But at the end of this speech in San Antonio, you got the clip queued up? Yeah. This is what he said. As a United States senator, I do understand the power of the corporate elite and the 1%. They have, they have literally unlimited amounts of money. They have significant control over the media, over our economy, and over the political life of this country. But at the end of the day, the 1% is one percent. Now, I don't have a PhD in mathematics, but I do know that 99% is a heck of a lot bigger number than one percent. So what this campaign is about is understanding that if we do not allow Trump to divide us up by the color of our skin, or where we were born, or our religion, or our sexual orientation. If we stand together, if we fight for an agenda that works for working families and the middle class, if we get involved in the political process, if we stand for justice, if we stand for compassion, if we understand that we are all in this together, that my family has to care about your family, your family cares about my family. Brothers and sisters, if we stand together, we will not only defeat Trump, we will transform this country and create a government and an economy that works for all of us, not wealthy campaign contributors. Thank you all very much. Oh, yeah. The chanting. Here's the thing. Dude, at I, the, the, I don't like fascism. No yeah, matter, I don't. No matter what. But that's but, you missed it though. Most people didn't catch it, and he right. said it right there. And this is one of those things. First of all, brothers and sisters, I don't know what this world is coming to. You know the public enemy opening. But at the very end, there he said, "Brothers and no, almost nobody caught this," and and I immediately caught it. And I was like, "Oh shit!" He goes. Brothers and sisters, if we stand together, we will not only defeat Trump, we will transform this country mm-hmm. and create a government mm-hmm. and an economy mm-hmm. that works for all of us, not wealthy campaign contributors. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that sentence? He's going to need wealthy campaign contributors. It's beyond that. Forget about the fact that he needs them. He wants to make it work for all of us, not wealthy. He doesn't want to make it work for all of us. He wants to make it work for all of us. Except wealthy, wealthy campaign. campaign. He left out ju- not. It should have been that works for all of us, not just, just okay. wealthy. Okay, this is the problem, though. 
It's yes, probably it's another version that could have been better written. But it's it's the us and them thing. It's the us and them, and people need to remember that even among us, it, there is us and them to listen, work Dad. together, okay. not just for the one one percent. Here's okay. the thing, okay? People resent billionaires. Okay, mm-hmm. that's his big thing. Billionaires bad, rich people bad. Yeah, but that's Warren's thing too. Warren's thing too. And it's sure. an easy thing to, to – okay, but here's the question. I, yeah. Why do so many people, particularly Republicans, okay, not have a problem with these tax cuts that don't help them out? They only help out rich people. You want to know why? Because everybody Because they're in on it because they're rich people. No, because all of these people think that at some point or another – they're going to be rich enough to take. Oh yeah, that's of. not that's. I call that. <laughs> I call that my uh, my brother's rationale. I had that conversation with him. They all think know, that they're going to be years able to ago. Go, right. Know. I don't want to tax the rich because I don't want to be taxed when I'm rich. Right. Is he exactly. rich? Is he going to be rich? No. It's everybody in America is a, a temporarily embarrassed millionaire. There's, ah, very good. I like <laughs> that. Somebody else said that. That's I, a I great that, line. Yeah. That's a very yeah. good line. The one I heard today was the. Uh, what is it? Uh, Damn, it was like poll uh, apocalypse or something. I think that could have been better written. First of oh, all, yeah, second of all, I don't, I don't, I, you know, this is like, I feel like, like I'm about to critique a food I personally don't like, like broccoli. Yeah, you know? but, but, all right, but he so, talks about how the media they have so much. I don't, I don't disagree I, with. I think that there were a lot of general atti- uh, general a- generalities and yeah. platitudes and everything, which is what what you get, which is campaigning. Which is what you get yeah. in this in this process, but there wasn't anything that I disagreed with. Uh, you know, Trump is using bigotry. This has been a Republican strategy, the Southern strategy that you railed on yeah. uh, so much for the last show. So he's railing against the Southern strategy, which is right right up fine. your alley. But and here's a, you, okay. That was and, the last. That was the end of the speech, though. Yeah. Here's a, you ready? We're going to mm-hmm. go to these are the things that he said during the speech. Okay. We are going to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. Sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, except he's not. Right. He can't. Equal pay for equal work for women. I'm on board with that. Sure. Okay. Never. Yeah. Make it easier for workers to join unions. Uh Uh-huh. I think that's... That sounds good to me. Sure. Unless you happen to live in a right-to-work state. All right. Here's the thing. Like Florida. All of these things basically say, oh... I'm just going to ignore states' rights, but that's okay. He goes, we're going to create – these are things he said we will do. We will do. Mm-hmm. We will do. I, our we. Yeah. Our create millions of good-paying union jobs by rebuilding our crumbling infrastructure and building the 10 million units of low-income and affordable housing that this country desperately needs. Sounds great. Mm. I don't know. You know we are going to have – High-quality, affordable, universal child care. We are going to triple the funding for low-income Title I schools. We are going to. We are going to. But then he gets to this. I thought this was interesting. Okay. Right after he said that, he goes, and because we know the vitally important work that teachers do, we're going to fight to make sure that no teacher in America earns less than $60,000 a year. Mm-hmm. He's going to fight on that. He's not guaranteeing that. He's guaranteeing universal child care. He's guaranteeing that. 
okay? We, we believe everyone is entitled to a higher education, which is why we're going to make public colleges and universities tuition-free. Sound, doesn't that sound great? That sounds, does that sound great? It sure. Sounds, sure does. I'd like to know how, but that's okay. And we're going to cancel all student debt in this country, and this is the one thing I liked, uh-huh. because he says how he's going to do it. By, um, uh, by imposing a modest tax on Wall Street speculation. Okay, mm-hmm. if you can pull that one off by changing the tax law unilaterally, uh huh. Okay, <laughs> that'd be a neat trick. But but Mr. Coleman, as my side job as a fact checker, uh-huh. I'm constantly having to look on different people campaigns websites constantly. Yes, they're all like that. Yes, they they're, are. This is when it, people run for president. They promise a whole lot of things that, as it was explained to me, it's not exactly. It is acknowledged by all of us that the president themselves and the office of the presidency does not grant one the power to wave a magic wand and make all of these things happen. Rather, they are representing the things that they are going to get behind and the legislation that, that they're great? going to encourage I... and pass uh, as as the leader of the party and and with that, with Absolutely. that agenda. That's what that's and that's what they're that's what they say. Which is another part of the process that I I don't like. Again, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm defending a dish I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that cauliflower. I don't like that the process <laughs> for for since time immemorial. Well, we got let's let's we got okay. more of these things to okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And together we're going to end the international embarrassment of the United States of America, our great country. I like the way he stuck that one in there. It's like he hates it. he seems to hate a lot about it, <laughs> you know. I I I'm not saying that he doesn't. I, I, I don't want people to think that. I think, like myself, I love America. Right. <laughs> okay? He's been very crazy. I'm not even going to do the Godfather for Okay. I believe in America. We're the, yeah, I believe in America. You know, yeah, the courts of law. So you didn't need somebody like me, said, yeah. said Mitch McConnell. <laughs> anyway, okay. go, go ahead. We're the pick- only country on earth not to guarantee health care. In America, you should not go bankrupt because you're struggling with cancer. I agree. Sure. Okay. And that's, to me. Under our administration. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's so much more. I'm I'm sure. There's so much more he's going to do. He's going to do it. I, I, you know what? I fail to see the point of this entire exercise. Uh, Yeah. Under our administration, the American people will not pay as much. He's the nominee. Yeah. As in some cases. Why are you trash talking the nominee? I'm Because I'm a practice. You should be doing the opposite. Together, that is why, together, we are going to adopt Do the you? principles of the Green New Deal. Brothers and sisters, this is a moral issue. We have to leave our ch- children a planet that's healthy. You're, we are going to reform a broken and racist criminal justice system. We are going to amen. end amen. private systems Sounds and great. detention centers. And you love this one. We are going to... And the war on drugs and legalize marijuana in every state in this country. And we are going to move forward to expunge the records of people arrested for marijuana. We are going to bring about fundamental reform to our immigration system. Together, we are going to end the demonization of undocumented country, uh, undocu- of the undocumented in this country. And then he goes, on our first day in office, our first day, mm, our first Our, he does that. He yeah. says our. Yeah, just like it's Trump. Plural. Huh? No, he doesn't. Trump is all me, me, me. No, not when he's at his. No, watch his rallies. Oh, uh, watch his rallies. Watch 
his I, rally. I it's never, all about us. I, I, I we, have to. I have us, to. we. That's what Hannity does. I know. We, the people, he's saying no way out of On our first day in office, through executive order, uh, on our, uh, we will, res- will rescind all of Trump's racist immigration executive orders. Through executive order, we restore the legal status of 1.8 million young people and their parents eligible for DACA. We end a border policy, which today allows federal agents to grab babies from the arms of their mothers, throw them into cages, and together, uh, he goes, this is not what America is about. And together, we will do what the American people have wanted to do for years, and that is pass comprehensive immigration reform and a path toward citizenship. And then, after that, you know what he did? He went full-on DNC gun talking points. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. NRA is bad. We will have universal background checks on the gun show loophole and end the gun show loophole. We will do what the American people want, which is end the uh, sale and distribution of assault weapons in this country. He said that. You're reading all of this stuff as if any of it was different from what's on all of the other candidates' campaign We will websites. codify Roe v. Wade and put it into law, and we will significantly expand funding for Planned Parenthood. I f- am failing to see the point. This, this is this is exactly plan. what all of the other people are saying. That's they might right. be saying it a little bit differently, but this is all of the other Democratic candidates, which is why but I think the not. debates are pointless. Yeah, but yeah, it's they're the, okay. But you said it yourself. It's a show, it, it, and yeah. his show says radical change. Okay, I like the ideas. Here's I think. That you shouldn't go broke because you got cancer. Right. I think health care is a right. I think Listen, that public schools and, and do you understand that? Schools, I think that I don't know about free, but they should be, you know, reasonably it's, caught. It's, it's moot. Yeah. Because he's going to be the candidate. Here's the thing. And this is of, of the problem. The problem mm-hmm. I have with somebody like Bernie Sanders is the people who f- who support him. Mm-hmm. have no concept of pragmatism because while he says all of this, right now, Mitch McConnell uh-huh. is saying, yeah, okay. Sure. All right. Yeah, Let's- sure. Republicans in state houses all over the country are saying, really, because I just took a look at the Constitution and it says you can't actually tell me how to do this. You can't. Tell me that I need to make unions more accessible. We took a vote in this state, and it was a mandate, Mm -hmm. and it says we're a right-to-work state. We took a vote in this state, and guess what? They didn't pass marijuana legalization. We took a vote in this state, and they said we like our health care. The people who support Bernie Sanders are rabid in a way that I think defies the pragmatic approach that somebody like Michael Bloomberg, who has been effective mm-hmm. in certain things, the guns, sure. sugar, banned smoking. I, I, he did all those things, I and see, he's right about one I thing, and I have said this mm-hmm. for years and years and years, and, I, and I'll continue to say it. New York City is the harbinger of America and has been the harbinger for mm-hmm. America writ large 
since 1654, pal. Mm-hmm. Um, New York City used to be a manufacturing hub. That's right. how it got big. Sure. But in the 50s, when Puerto Ricans started flooding in, okay, the and barracks. they all came... They all came over, mm-hmm. and they were they came over at the exact wrong time because that was the exact moment in time when America realized that it had a whole country where it could build things. And so it started building things in other places where the property value was cheaper, mm-hmm. where it was more ec- – the, the economic geography of it was, was more – profitable because you were in the center of the country and you had a product that needed to be distributed to all points of it. Mm-hmm. And so the manufacturing sector went down to crapper over the next 15, 20 years to the point where Ford had to say to New York, to, to New York City, get lost, go broke, mm-hmm. you're broke. And it was international people that came in and said, you can't do that. It's too important. That's the only reason we got money out of Ford. New York City is a harbinger of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And Michael Bloomberg in New York City, for all the fucked up shit he did, mm-hmm. and he did. Mm-hmm. He did some fucked up shit. You think I like the fact that my beloved hometown, the place that really was the crystalline example of people, a place where people came to make and seek their fortunes mm-hmm. has been transformed to, into a place where people now come to spend their fortunes. Mm-hmm. They don't come there to make them. Right. They come there to spend them. I thought if you could make it there. You could make it, it anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, but that's the thing. They're not making it there. Mm-hmm. They're making it some fucking place else. L.A. If you make it there, if you can spend it here, yeah. you'll <laughs> spend it. It spends anywhere. Right. That's the thing. They're buying these 40, okay, New York City is a harbinger of these things. Sugary drinks. Yeah. In Chile, I believe it's in Chile, they basically, what they did is they they put in a law that says you have to put what's in every product. All these sugary sugary drinks, their sales went down by like 20%. Mm -hmm. They're saying that in 10 years we're going to have that half this country is going to be technically obese. Yeah, but meanwhile, you have an entire part of the country that listens to Fox and says, "I don't want you making these decisions for me." Mm-hmm. We're not. What we want to do is make you better informed, so that you can make a better decision for yourself. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. That is that one thing that he did. He said, "We're going to put these things in place because, in the long run, you can still do what you want." But it's going to be a little more difficult, and we're not going to have to pay the price for your obesity as much as we used to. We're not going to have to pay the price for your lung cancer the way that we traditionally do, for for, uh, diabetes, for heart disease the way we have been. Because all these people, all this free health care that Bernie wants to give away, guess what? It's already there. It's called the ER, and we're already paying for it. Yeah, a lot. It's expensive. Right. Right. But if he thinks he's going to walk in there and do these things, he's out of his mind. And the pragmatic part of me Mm -hmm. says, guess what? There's a whole portion of this country that still – that doesn't like that kind. That does have – I agree. Doesn't like that speak. And my big – he is the nightmare where he gets elected and people all across the country split tickets. And what you wind up with is – 
Obama's last six years in office, mm-hmm. where the Republicans were in right. charge of both houses, and he had to sit there with his thumb up his ass Listen, and get sued when, and watch a health care plan. Obamacare was the right way to go. It was the right way to go. Right. The problem was states yeah, didn't want to do it because they didn't like a nigger in the White House. So your point is that Bloomberg would be a smarter choice, and I agree, but when... Tell me, in which election did the Americans choose the smart candidate? Either party, for their primary, first of all, was the smart and choice. And you just made my choice because if and we then, choose Bernie Sanders, you're saying that's a, a stupid choice. There's a smarter choice, Bloomberg. You know what? Any of them. How about that? Any of them would I have said, been a smart I choice. I said on the show, but, a couple shows, but I said Bloomberg closed. It's are. irrelevant. It's irrelevant because... Because based on the set of cosmic voodoo ingredients that our election system well, now is we're going to find on, out. Here it comes. Okay. Because now Here it Biden, comes. Here it comes. Let's see what right. happens. Because tomorrow you're going to see I'm, all this I'm stuff. I'm telling happen. you, because here's the thing. Because here's the thing, and and this isn't this isn't my what I think should be. This is me just pointing out what I observe. All right. Okay. Michael asks. The guy, what the hell is going on the, in Cuba? What's all the traffic about? Oh, they're stopping and searching somebody. And then the guy pulls the pin on a hand grenade and blows himself up and right. a couple of cops. Right. And Michael realizes that they, can, that they win. can win. Yes. They can win. Okay. This, this country's had, had rebels. Yeah. In, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No. Back but when, when he sees, was but when he sees, but when he sees people being motivated with a fire and yes. people getting ignited, they can win. And this is what's going on. This is what you're witnessing we'll because because the Why? smart because, choice isn't winning. The exciting choice is, and that's what one. Well, that's how Trump won. Because Hillary was boring as fuck. Listen, during those primaries, during the during the 2016 primaries, here's what you saw. Hillary couldn't fill a high school auditorium. Well, this is why I think right? it would be interesting. And Bernie was filling stadiums. You, and this is what's going on as you're watching Pete it. And this Bloomberg, isn't my opinion. If Bloomberg was smart, he'd say, you know I, what, I know. Pete. I want yeah. you as my running mate. None of them. He's listen, excited. None of he them. He could go up there. He I would know, literally listen, be... He no, would be the, none of them they, filled they all stadiums. Say that, that the none of them the filled saucer. stadiums. None of them filled stadiums. Pete, Pete would. Yeah, they, they didn't. They're, Bernie's filling stadiums right now all the time. None of them of have been. Is. None of them have been. It's it's just this is what yeah, you're witnessing. You He's going to be the candidate. Trump, and look what we wound up with. My point is is that we need to step back from the excitement factor and think about the reality, okay, pragmatic. Listen. I live in a real world. I'd like to actually you're, get some you're, fucking you're, shit done faster. Mr. Real World needs to acknowledge that that's going to be the candidate. I know. Okay? That's I know. what Mr. Real World needs to do. Well, we'll see. They're me. already looking forward to the, you know, the, the mosh pit in Milwaukee. This is going to be... I agree. And I'm, I'm worried about the down ticket, all of that all of that stuff. He's the candidate. So yeah, it's going to be... Let's start Let's start uh, figuring out how we're going to, uh, you know, package that, that socialism. They're already, they're already yeah. talking about that. How yeah. do we package it? Yeah. And there are a lot of... You know, there are a lot of members of Congress, first-termers, yep. who, like, came in and defeated the Republican incumbent before them, and yep. now they're worried they could be one-timers. They came in at 18, they're going to be gone in 20. Let's start working on that jingle. Be, Socialism, that's for me. It's, it's got to be for you. Anyway. I just, I don't like, I just, I, I don't like anybody who garners that kind of rabid 
unrealistic. Well, that's too following. bad. That's too bad because I know. it is the reality of it. But it was the business of America is business. Yes, that's right. You know. Right. On the other hand, I heard that rhythm is our business. It is. Is rhythm our business? We're going to get is. back to the. I'll tell you what. Our groove is our business. That's right. All right. That's but groove. if you're Gregory Hines, rhythm is your business on the Groovathon at SoFloRadio.com. Rhythm is my business. Rhythm is what I say. Rhythm is my business. Business sure is well. If you feel the blues, rhythm is what you need. If you got rhythm, you're sure to succeed. Rhythm is my business. Rhythm is what I sell. Rhythm is my business. Rhythm is what I sell. Rhythm is my business. Business sure is well. If you feel the blues, rhythm is what you need. If you got rhythm, you're sure to succeed. Rhythm is my business. Rhythm is what I sell. Rhythm is my business. Rhythm is what I sell. Rhythm is my business. Business sure is well. If you feel the blues, rhythm is what you need. If you got rhythm, you're sure to succeed. Rhythm is my business, rhythm is what I sell. He's a drummer man, in the band. He's a drummer man, in the band. When he comes to the six sports, he's a man on way high pitch. He's a bass man, in the band. He plays all the bass, in the band. When he plays all those strings, happens everything.
you're talking about spy rings, espionage exists uh, inside the United States. The Soviets are spying on us. We are spying on them. We're all against espionage. There was never any question of that. McCarthy was out to smear other politicians, like Senator Scott Lucas, like Senator Miller Tidings. He was out to associate them with communists. And there was nothing he wouldn't do to smear them across the country to create this atmosphere of fear, which came out of, curiously enough, not McCarthy himself. He was just a pal riding along. It came out of Harry Truman. It came out of the Cold War. In order to get these huge military appropriations, Harry Truman deliberately decided with the rulers of the country that the Congress would not appropriate money for the holy war against communism unless they were frightened. Communists are everywhere. They're under the bed. They're in the local school board. They're all over. They're going to take over. Harry Truman began all this. Then John Foster Dulles, with his holy crusade, uh, aggravated it. And then McCarthy just drifted into the thing and had a wonderful time.
Then I'm coming at you First you wanna get you once I got you I got you You can never capture the man's stature For I'm after rapture Got two designed and I'm master my stuff In the back of a pickup truck with hockey pucks and skateboards on the way to Woodstock. Leave home the clock. I have a gun the size of a black hole. Two planets, don't get frantic. Throw your hands up in the air, don't panic. Supreme arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Who take plan and plan a strong dress?
The Square Set, that's what I want. That is uh, from their album, That's What I Want, came out in 1969. Those cats are from South Africa. It's one of the uh, bands that I found in my my massive uh, Nuggets folder. 
So um, they they were around between like 67, 72. That song, that song has got Tom Jones written all over it. Tom Jones should do that song. It's just, it would be perfect. Yeah. Put something like Medeski on the Hammond organ. I would love that. For that, yeah, Moon Hooch contrabass dubstep. <laughs> it reminds me, there's a video of this guy in a New York City subway playing like this massive saxophone, you know, that really deep saxophone. What I loved about this is it's the the beat. The saxophone is like the vocals in a rap song. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. It's, that's what it sounds like. You know, I love that. Before that, System of a Down and Wu-Tang Clan, Shame. That is uh, originally that was a uh, Wu-Tang Clan song. And it's from uh, Loud Rocks, which came out in 2000. It's like a I had it. I, yeah. I, th- I think it's in the shelf over here somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's Some uh, of the stuff that I... Um, yeah, that, it's a comp- That, that uh, Shook Ones Part 2 that I played uh, was from that. Yeah, it's great. Played. You know, and, and the thing is, apparently it didn't get... You know, people didn't like it when it came out. I think it's awesome. I, it was great. Yeah. Uh, almost every song on it. I, I like 10 tracks and like eight of them yeah. were good. Yeah, yeah, it's great stuff. Before that, Raised Fist by Anthem from Anthems. Came out last year. Yeah, hardcore from Sweden, baby. Raise your fist in the air. There's a uh, compilation that these people are on. It's called Hardcore for Syria, which okay. came yeah, out yeah. 2012. Just saying. I mean, a little bit ahead of the game there. Before that, yeah, a little more of uh, Gore Vidal. Gore Vidal, you know, punishing Roy Cohn on the uh, Bog Show from 77. You know, you have to be fe- you have to be scared of communism. That's how they do it. They they make you afraid of it. Truman, right? That's what I said. You know, uh, was it uh, Trump uses Twitter the way Truman used nukes? <laughs> you know. Yeah. And before that, yeah, on the subject of that kind of stuff, Megadeth killing is my business, and business is good. Their first album came out in '85, kicking off the set. Gregory Hines, rhythm is my business. That is from a, a live performance from 1983 with the Boston Pops, and he's fantastic. What a what a tremendous loss he was, Gregory Heisen. Just all-around performer, just fantastic in every way. So, I was saying that I figured it out, my problem. Okay? Right. What Donald Trump has done is he's made it so that our greatest fear is has come true with him. It's the imperial presidency. And now what mm. you have is Bernie Sanders sounding like he can just... Step right in and, and be able to to have and be able to have all the same powers and and elicit the same fear fear in okay. every in the Democratic Party the way Trump has in the Republican Party and get everybody to go along with him and I think that that is a false hope because okay. Democrats we've you you have said this on a million occasions why why does right wing radio do so well because they need to be told, told what, what to, to say. say Democrats don't. Right. And, okay, Trump is telling him what to say and what not to say. But if you put Bernie in the office, he's not going to be able to do that. First of all, I don't think he has a phone. I, you know, I think he's you think he's still using, like, a flip phone. Who, Bernie? Yeah. Oh, no, he's got, he's got a, a, a cell phone, t- but there's a rotary dial on it. Two tin cans and a string. I know. That's That's the fear. That, that I have is that there's so many people out there that are under the misguided impression that because Trump has been able to succeed in doing it, okay, that if you put Bernie in with the exact opposite 
policies, he's going to be able to have the same kind of success in having them implemented and having everybody fall in line. Mm-hmm. And so that's my fear. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. That's one of my fears. Time for me, though, to take care of the people who take care of me. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah! Who are you talking about? Precision Auto Works of okay. Pompano Beach, Florida. Glad you asked. Nine five four two four seven nine three six two. Any make, any model, bumper to bumper. Dave and the entire ASC certified crew are the go-to guys in South Florida, especially if your car is, you know, worth more than your house. That's the place you go. He's okay. He's he's got he literally. I don't know. He's got yeah. cars in there that are worth more than your house, and that's when you go there and you see that that's what people bring there. That's all you need to know. Okay, you can. Uh, it's very easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, I got actually. I have to go over there. I've got a thing with my. I have, I have a fuse that needs to be done. My my blinkers. Okay, one of them goes too fast. Like it's not going at the right speed. I have to figure this out. I don't know. <laughs> that that's that would look, be. It's one of those. You things, mean it's off beat? It is. It's 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 going too fast, and then when I have the lights on. Oh yeah, that's something. That's a, like a fuse. It's a fuse. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to have a fuse. Yeah, except there's like 50 million fuses in a car, so you know this is why I love Dave because he knows all these things. Easy to get to, right off 95. You take Atlantic West, take it to Andrews. It's the first left turn. Go down, make the first right turn on Third Street, two blocks up. On the what? To make the right turn on Third, two blocks up on the left hand side. Of course, you can go to the SoFloRadio.com. Homepage. Click on the box on the top row with the Groovathon logo, and it takes you right to the show's page. All right, you're going to see a link for our SoundCloud page. Mucho mahalo to our angel, Angel Spina. Hey, thank you there, bro. All right, every show we've ever done available to be listened to for free. Right, that's right. You can't put a price on Groove. Okay, right below that, you're going to see a link. For Precision Order Works, you click on the link, takes you right to his page, tells you everything you need to know. Mention the Groovathon. There is a discount. There's a the discount. The Groove discount. It's the Groove discount. You're not going to need it. But it sure don't hurt. 954-247-9362. Precision Order Works, Pompano Beach, Florida. It's the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Time for the drive group. We've, you ready for this, puppy? I'm ready. Oh, yeah. We got double shots of shredders on SoFloRadio.com.
That's literally, you want to, if somebody asks you what rock and roll is, that's it. Right there, Gary Moore down the line. That is from a uh, live album he did, live from London in 2009. Um, It just came out this year. They re-released it as like a full show. And every single song on the CD is awesome. Fucking awesome. And he is playing a Gibson Firebird guitar, that sound that he gets. Oh, God! It's just, it is just, that is it. Gary Moore, you got to love that. And before that, yeah, Gary Moore. (laughs) Coliseum 2, Fighting Talk from the album War Dance. That was uh, John Heinzman's band. He's the uh, drummer to put that shit together. He put together the original Coliseum. So it's with him and Gary Moore. Don Airy is also in that. For that, Richie Coatson. And the song is Life Gonna Give It To You. Here's a brand new album that just came out. Uh, I have it written down here. Came out on February the 3rd, okay, which was his 50th birthday. And the album is called 50 for 50. It is 50 songs. All new that he came out with this year on his 50th birthday. And this is a guy when he was like a teenager 
was signed by uh, Shrapnel Records. You know, I always talk about Shrapnel with mm-hmm. Greg Howe and all these people that never met a 64th note they didn't love. You know, that kind of thing. Coatsons played with everybody. I mean, he plays Poison, Mr. Big, uh, a few other bands, one of which we'll get to in a second. Before that, Tommy Emanuel and Billy Strings Guitar Boogie. That is from the uh, Gray Fox, Gray, Gray Fox uh, Festival last year. Song was originally recorded in 1945 uh, by somebody, Guitar Boogie. I wrote his down. Arthur Guitar Boogie Smith. This song was literally, there was, people argue about what the very first rock and roll song ever was. Mm-hmm. Guitar Boogie is in that discussion. It is in that discussion. This kid, Billy Strings, he's like one of these cats. You know, uh, his real name, Billy Apostle. Okay. I swear to God. <laughs> All right, he's from Michigan. You know who else from Michigan? Yeah, Greta Van Fleet. Just saying. I'm just saying. It's a swing state. Greta All Van right. Fleet. Come on, baby. You got to carry Michigan. And kicking off the set, yeah, more Richie Coates and the Winery Dogs hot streak. 2015, that's uh, Richie Coates and Billy Sheen on bass and Mike Portnoy on drums. Portnoy is another one. It's the, the perfect representation of how, like, progressive rock has become incestuous as a result of the industry because you can't make money anymore recording music. You have to tour. Right. And so Portnoy's in 50,000 bands, and this is one of them, the Winery Dogs. He's also in, you know, uh, Flying Colors with Steve Morse, and uh, uh, Dave LaRue is in that band. So, you know, it's all very, but this is this is a three-person operation, Winery Dogs. They don't have a mm. lot of stuff out there. I think they got like two or three albums. Great stuff, though. Richie Coatson just kicks ass on that. But the Gary Moore, seriously, the Gary Moore Live in London. If you like rock and roll, that is that needs to be put at the top of your must-own listen-to-from-start-to-finish list. Every song on it is excellent. There isn't a bad track on the album. Not one. Every one of them, it's like the Pirates out of their skulls, that album, okay? One of the 10 great rock albums ever recorded. Every song smacks you down and has you, say, you know, saying, thank you, sir, may I have another? Every single one of them. I cannot recommend that album highly enough. I really can't. So All there right, you go, baby. You like that? 104 in the books? Indeed. 104 in the books. I know nice you. Tight. I I basically begged you. To come up with a uh, get us oh, out of here ha- song. Happy to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah what it was sure notice. I, I, I posted the question on one of the Bernie Bro message boards, and they came up with a nice suggestion that uh, I think <laughs> you're going to be hearing. You're going to be hearing a lot in the days to come. So I thought we might as well get in early on it. People, uh, people who need people um, are the luckiest people. But, uh, no, that's not it. I'm also I'm also on the, a lot of the anti-vaxer uh, message boards, trolling them, telling them that oh yeah, you know the coronavirus is a hoax, and when they come out with the vaccine. Yeah, uh, please you know, don't take it. It's going to give you AIDS, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, the candy. Not I just <laughs> think, yeah, it's interesting. The coronavirus yeah. is kind of an interesting way yeah. of of weeding out. It's it's a Malthusian, yeah. you know, godsend. In well, a way. It's only going to kill the people that don't watch the So what are, what are we getting out of you with? Now I want to know. Oh, you want me to tell you? Yeah, to tell you? you? Yeah, I was going to fire it off and let you... You're uh, just going to fire it off at the end? Yeah, let, gonna, you, let you guess gonna, it. Gonna, the audience gonna, guess it. Okay. It's very appropriate. That, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to... 
that's that's Groovus Maximus. Okay. You Let's know? see how many seconds it takes you to uh, am I, to figure it out. Am in I going to know it? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, in that totally. case, well, it's, then, an, it's an anthem. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's going to be. You know, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be an yeah. anthem. Yeah. Hey, like what? Disturbed? Down yeah, with the no, sickness? Yeah, yeah, just wait. Down with the sickness? You'll have to. Uh, I'm down with the sickness. You know, say goodbye to your mom to find out. <laughs> <laughs> You're punishing me now. It's You're just basically disturbing. punishing me for no reason. Uh, You're doing it for no reason. That's a good reason. You know what we're going to do, though? We're going to come back in two weeks. Yeah. And we try and do the exact same thing again, just a little teeny bit better. By then, I don't know. You think Bloomberg will have uh, picked a picked – a, uh, he'll be steak-horsing. He won't be playing. Power-broking, sta- yes. He'll be steak-horsing. Right. You know what he is? He's like Paul Newman in The Color of Money. Right. That's what he is. He's steak-horsing. Eddie – you know, fast Eddie Felson, fast Mike Bloomberg, the steak horse. He's steak horse. Okay. All right. You know? Our hero, one way or another. One way or the other. You ready to get us out I'm of here? ready. All right. Well, then, I love it, baby. This is the quick one. We're out of here. Look at this. It's not even five. It's going to be solid. It's going to be solid three hours. That's it. We love it, then, for myself and the man, George Rodriguez, Los George's Gramps Master Flash. We love all you people. And as always, it is aloha and peace. Good night, Mom.
Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood. This is SoFloRadio.com.